Hello everyone and welcome to episode 69 of Two Left Thumbs, your source of weekly gaming news and updates. In this week's episode, we are going to be talking about developers that are divided on how subscription services will affect games' values. We have Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake is rumoured to be in development at EA, Overwatch, Call of Duty and all other Activision esports are to be broadcast exclusively on YouTube, and 10% of surveyed devs are working on the PS5 or Series X game. And to round everything off, we're going to finish off with Destiny 2 Corridors of Time Puzzle was almost perfect. We also have the weekly deals across all gaming platforms for you. My name is Grey Aussie Gamer, and joined with me is the man that is just moving all across Australia, Deaf Puppies. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired. I'm hot. You've had a big day. Brisbane. Brisbane is, Brisbane is fucking warm and moist, and I'm not sure how I feel about that just yet. Warm and um, moist. <laughs> it's warm and moist in all the uncomfortable, most uncomfortable possible ways. Mm. But in spirit of episode 69 also, nice! Um, yeah, I'm, I'm now currently recording, recording from a bedroom. Now, now a bed. For, for everyone listening, can you describe your your area that you're recording for i've seen the pictures i know what your what your situation I actually is. posted something on, on my twitter tagging the, the podcast so we'll retweet that later uh, but right now good. i have i have my pc set up on two pelican boxes yeah um uh, my mouse mat across the edge of the bed um my keyboard and a pillow holding my microphone still and i i have like my earphones stretched across this massive gap and then I'm just like laying here on the bed. It's actually pretty comfortable. I might keep this as a permanent setup. <laughs> yeah. Is is clothing is clothing optional here or what what's the go? I mean it's an audio cast. You can Ooh, hey, that use is your true. imagination. We are not doing yeah. a live stream tonight. That is very very yeah, true. Awesome. There you go, there no you go. Terms of service here. So with your uh, big week and moving, new jobs, new everything, have you got any time to play any games this week? Fuck no. I played Ooh. like twenty minutes of Minecraft, and that is all I got. Like, I spent... <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a week, so I've I've done nothing at all related to gaming this week. I've been pretty boring. Um, so yeah, oh, let yeah. me live vicariously through you, Greg. Well, I'm, you I'm just gonna I'm gonna hit you with a, a quick question because there's something that I'm not we're not covering in the uh, the cast tonight, but I just want to quickly touch on. Um, yeah, Dying Light Two being uh, delayed inevitably by um by all accounts until maybe next year even what do you think because you and i both been pretty excited about this game we're we're pretty vocal about it yeah, we enjoyed man, the first one i mean it, it's it's disappointing like I, I was i was really keen this game this year um but i don't even think they'd actually set a release date yet they just said coming soon or something um, so, I mean, it sucks it's getting pushed back further, but I mean, again, it's the same with all these other ones. If it's giving them time to make the game better, um, I'm, I'm all for it, you know? Yeah, fair enough. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Like, indefinitely is weird. I think they said maybe, like, spring of this year or early next year. Yeah, they're... But I'm banking on early next year. There, so I'm still hoping it is this year. Their original estimate was spring um, that they were aiming for. This is obviously um, over in America. And I'm still hoping they can get that because what's spring 
uh, it's August, isn't it? End yeah, of it's, August? it's that August September kind of launch area, which is yes. which is good. Yeah, I mean, I hope they can get it out then. If not, you know, I'd, I'd be fine with like a February release or something, which would make cool. sense because Dying mm. Light the original came out in February, so yeah, they might stick to that and release it on the same day or something, do something cool like that if they've got the opportunity. It is, it is unfortunate. See things go anyway. It, it, uh, it goes. It would have fitted. <laughs> would have sat really well in last week's podcast with all the delays that we uh, spoke yeah, about we missed then. it by a couple of days mm. which was, uh, yeah just yeah. just just missed the cutoff well other than that um i've been also straight back into escape from tarkov again but this week i've spent a fair amount of my time uh doing my review for it in between playing getting a bit more footage stuff like that and just enjoying the game i've also mm-hmm. had getting a... a bit more footage i'm sure just a, yeah. just a tiny bit. That's the excuse anyway. Um, Ten more minutes. Just another raid, mate. Just in and out. Not really. Another three hours, and you know how it is. <laughs> um, I've also had a bit of an upgrade to my recording, um, streaming, whatever uh, equipment. So I've got myself a new Go XLR Mini from Helicon Gaming. It's a it's a preamp and whatnot. Works amazingly. I absolutely love it. Uh, just having all those extra options to uh, tweak your audio um, for anyone who's done streaming before or tried to record podcasts or record audio in general it can be a daunting pain in the ass um, so this is definitely making my life a bit easier and I also got a new mic I've upgraded to an XLR microphone I've got the Audio Technica AT2035 I think so yeah it's all been fun trying to work all that out and uh record. Yeah, I'm, I'm not jealous at all no i at cannot all. not in the slightest you'll be getting one soon i know you are oh maybe <laughs> <laughs> but with it i also had a bit of a rejig of my setup and it's just it feels good to be sitting down in my space uh, my review from escape from tarkov should be should be out this week it's a new format to nice. to my reviews i'm actually putting myself in the reviews on it's recording me as well live streaming myself sort of yeah oh yep yep i'm with you yeah cool yeah it's interesting um it's definitely definitely hard to work out and organize try and sync it all up and get it working but it it is what it is you got to work through that type of things yeah, those styles of reviews tend to take a bit more editing. Um, oh, definitely. And especially like yeah. when you're in the middle of Vegas or Sony Vegas, the editing software and you you move something out of sync from your audio and next minute all lip syncing is way off and you're like, oh, well, that's cool. Now I look like a, now, <laughs> yeah. I, look, now I look like a fucking halfwit and I've got to go back through and try and rejig it all and whatnot. So lots of learning to do, but it's all fun. It is what it is. Yeah, let's, um, that's good. Let's move in to this week's uh, podcast. And we're going to start off with our PlayStation Plus deals of the month. And uh, as usual, we still have Uncharted, the Nathan Drake to Collection, sorry, and Goat Simulator. I believe they've got one, maybe two weeks max left before they leave. PSN deals of the week. We have Dragon Age Inquisition for fourteen ninety five, and The Order 1886 for thirteen forty five. Um, I recently played through Dragon Age Inquisition um, and by recent I mean this month um, I had a replay of it again got halfway through it or something like that still plotting a way through it on PC um, different different platform but really really enjoyed it I love that game have you played the Dragon Age series? 
series? Inquisition's the only one I've played. Ah, oh, right. Um, but it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, it was way. It was ages back. I don't remember when. But um, yeah, I played Inquisition and it was yeah, I really, really enjoyed it, man. It's a solid game. Mm, yeah, it is, and on on PC anyway, it holds up really, really well. That um, Frostbite engine just. Man, that yeah, thing, they I think I was playing on. Humming. I think I was playing on Xbox when I did it, but it was still held up alright. That was probably a couple of years ago, though. Mm, same. My original playthrough was on yeah. was on PlayStation, um, and the Order eighteen eighty six. The reason I threw this in here not only is it thirteen dollars. Um, I think for the game goes for about six hours, maybe eight maximum. Um, that's if you're you know kind of dawdling through it awesome story driven game I found it to be really good gameplay was lacking a little bit like that but the world and what they built up was was really good and I don't know why but I've just got a feeling that we're going to see the sequel to this very soon especially with the announcement of the next gen consoles I don't know if it'll be you know I'd imagine it'd go a multi-platform multi-platform game but the world they built up in the first one man it's got so much story to tell so that's what so I'm putting this one down here. If yeah, that one's a that one's a PS exclusive, isn't it? That one is, yeah. But Ready mm, at might Dawn, might try and pick it up at some point. Ready at Dawn aren't uh, PlayStation first party. They're they're not owned by yeah, them. So third party. I yeah. don't know if Sony owns the IP. Maybe that might. I don't. know. I'm not too sure. Either way, maybe they, that might even come to PC with it, all those yeah. like, talk of PlayStation moving stuff to play, PC. If that's a third party title, they might just do that. Could well do. Could um, well I do. mean, it'll be up to the devs, but um, but for, why not? for thirteen dollars, um, if you haven't played it, go pick it up. It is just a really well done game. Moving over to Xbox this week, we have our weird games with gold. As of last week, we've still got the Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy, and Batman the Telltale series, but also adding in Sticks, Shards of Darkness. Um, I think, have we spoken about this one before? Probably. We have. It's come we up have. a couple of times. Um, there seems to be a small rotation of ones. I think Batman's come up a few times as well, but there. Yeah, yep. Sticks has been up there for a while, and I think we've had it on now. Um, uh, deals as well. Yeah, okay, fair yeah. enough. Well, Deals with Gold this week is also Outer Wilds for $28 and After Party for $22.46. Outer Wilds have heard ridiculously good things about that game. Mm, yeah, I've watched a bit of it um, being played and it looks like a lot of fun. Like, basically, you've got like a certain amount of time to get things done. If you don't, everything kind of dies. Mm. And um, you have to start again. And it's basically about seeing how far you can get in that same amount of time every time. So you've got to learn from your previous experiences and see how fast and how efficiently you can move towards that goal, which is really, really cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, Bit of and a After take. Party. After Party's really good, man. It's just a it's a just as it's a story driven game. Um, you know, you make choices here or there. There's a few like mini S mini game kind of things through it. Yeah. But um the whole theme of it is out drinking the devil and you're in hell trying to like out drink all his underlings to get to him i think it's like the humor yeah, is fantastic yeah okay i remember you actually talking about this on the cast once yeah yeah it was pretty funny um i had i had a great time with a very short game but i think it took me like six hours that was six or eight hours or something like that but i had a hell of a time with it man it was great nothing wrong with that all right well mm. moving on over onto the switch this week I've gone Resident Evil theme, not only just maybe because Resident Evil 3 Nemesis is coming out soon again, 
We are going with Resident Evil 4 for $26 and Resident Evil the original, so this is the HD remake, it, uh, remaster, sorry, it's not a full-fledged remake, so that goes for $19.97. If you are a fan of the Resident Evil series, these two are just fantastic games to be played 100%. They're one how, of the best. how would they come across on the Switch? You reckon? I have you played any of the Resident on Switch yet? No, but I would not see a single issue with them, and being able to pick them up and play them on the go, I reckon, just would be awesome. Um, I'm definitely looking at getting the original Resident Evil again on the Switch, just to go through it again, just to I don't know, get myself back in the mood for three when it comes back out. So we'll see how we go. Yeah, but yeah, yeah two nice. two cracker games to be played and playing in portable. And how good laying in bed playing that. If if someone had dark, a if, exactly if someone had a told me this, you know, ten fifteen years ago that you would be one day playing these games, um, you know, laying down in your bed on a full fledged handheld console, um, I would have called you a fucking liar. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our epic storm. So this week it is the bridge. Now this is a logic puzzle game that forces the player to reevaluate their preconceptions of physics and perspective. It is an Isaac Newton meets MC Eschgar, where you manipulate gravity to redefine the ceiling as the floor while venturing through impossible architectures. Now, I had a quick um, check out of this one on, on the Epic Store. It looks hella interesting. So it's very it's a 2D kind of platformer. It's all grayed out, but it's like those weird isometric kind of trick your eyes 3d pictures that you look at and it just looks really interesting um destructoid yeah, and some, some other outlet that um, on my list. gave it like nine eight out of ten so it's up there definitely go check it out it's free it cannot hurt at all now we're going to move on to news and updates for the week so kick things off we have developers are divided on how subscription services will affect game values. GDC has released its annual State of the Industry Survey of 4,000 developers, over one-fourth of which were concerned how such models would devalue games. Another fourth weren't worried at all, while 28% acknowledged subscription services might devalue games, and 18% said they did not know. I feel the free-to-play ad-based strategy is driving the mobile market into a crappy one. One full of clickbaity small experiences, said one respondent. A fixed price for huge list of free games, uh, free games to play might be a good way to give the video game art form some freedom back, so we make good experiences that don't need to last more more than it asks for, just to make more money, engage, retain, and monetize, and so on. Another developer commented, "The payback rates for most content creators in subscription-based models cannot justify the cost to make the product subscribers use." This is true in every medium that has taken this approach in the last decade. Music, arti- music artists do not make enough money from Spotify at all to finance the production of future music, even the top-tier artists, so why would games be different? Mm-hmm. What do you reckon? Interesting. I mean, I mean it, it's kind of hard to argue their points there because, I mean, they're not wrong. I mean, mm. but... The the mobile market is an absolute shit fight at the moment. Um, just with fucking ads and clickbait and shit. Um, 
And I mean, I can, I can, I can see the point where, like, you know, they they may not be getting enough money through the subscription services for um for future development and stuff. It's kind of just like barely just covering costs and stuff. So I mean, it's it's great for the consumer, but um, as far as developers go, it's it's an interesting one. Mm. Um, because I mean, we we we're obviously not privy to the deals that are going on between like say like Microsoft and these other developers that are going on to like Game Pass and stuff. Um so yeah. it's kinda hard to hard hard to judge their perspective on it, but I mean good point. Mm. Well see it's it's something I've always I've been ever since subscription models have come about over the last year or two, it's a it's a, a kind of a worry that I've had about it is that it will devalue what your game will be worth uh, in the end and which will dictate how much effort goes into the product, you know, because it is a business. Yeah. They do need to make money out of it and pay bills and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So they're going to, you know, allocate the time compared, like, comparatively to the money. So Yeah, so if they're not getting enough money, they, they make... Exactly, so your AAA well, might, yeah. you know, it's going to get shortcuts and, you know, it's going to... It is, it is going to devalue it. And, I mean, it's very true what they say about, you know, it's Spotify, the the music artists don't make enough money out of it. Um, it's it's pretty rampant across there. So, it, it why would it be different for any gaming? I... It is a it's a weird position that we're we're going into, and you're you're very right that we don't we're not privy to what what goes on behind the scenes with you know Microsoft and EA and you know Sony and stuff like yeah, that. Like we don't know what at the moment it's a lot of like it's a lot of big companies making these kind of subscription services, so they have they have the money to kind of go right to make to make the deal. Yeah, worthwhile right. for the developers. So it, it yeah, it depends on those deals, man. I mean, if they're really shitty deals and they're scrooping by, that fucking sucks. But See, I mean, man. you'd like to think, being that as successful as this, and, and more as more and more games come onto this thing, are they getting a good deal? You know. Well, you'd hope they would be, but I, this is also yeah. something I don't think we're going to even see for at least another, you know, three to five years. In my opinion, I don't think we're going to see the ramifications of subscription service gaming um, until then, just because development time on a, you know, a AAA game is generally what three to five years um, you yeah, know, for, yeah. your, for your major games. So I don't think we're going to see anything, you know, into this too much. Um, there have been I've read articles, seen some rumors about how much Microsoft is burning up money-wise into uh, Game Pass to keep that. Yeah, to try and keep get it going. You, well, not to keep it going, but just to really boost it up. Like, you know, get people invested into it and get them hooked in, so they're burning a lot of cash, which they have a lot of, um, to get people to click that subscribe button and then trying to, you know, just drip once it once it clicks in, start to drip feed people the stuff that they want. Which, business wise, that makes sense to do because you want people to kind of fall into yeah. a lull of, oh. Oh, that's right. I had to pay six dollars to Game Pass this week, and I've seen it deduct out of my bank account. Oh, that's all right. It's only six dollars. Yeah, I've, I've I've had the same thing happen with EA Access the last two months. I keep forgetting to cancel it, and exactly. they're like, "Oh shit, there goes another twenty bucks." And, exactly. I mean, they're they're relying on that to make their money. They're relying on you to kind of forget 
and go, oh, whoops. And yeah. I mean, even even saying that though, Microsoft have had like really cheap Game Pass lately, and and Xbox Live and stuff. They've been really pushing that. Like every other month, there's like a month for three dollars or whatever going on. Um, yeah, and and you can't. There's a really good deal. You can't say that is um, beneficial to Microsoft. You can't say they're making money. Oh god, no. They'd, they'd be losing yeah. money on that, but they're just doing money, that. Yeah. But it makes taking sense. The, like, the, the lost leaders approach where you know they spend a heap of cash on getting people in and then they just work on keeping them there yeah and then they have that that $15 a month from everyone that's in there which is a steady income for them which it could it could well work but I mean you would wager there's more people using Spotify uh, than there is Game Pass or any other gaming subscription service and if it's not good enough for Spotify to um to turn a profit off um how is it going to be different for game or for in saying that spotify has has a large diversity of artists and stuff on there too that's very true they have to look at it in scale so there's a there's a lot more people using the service yes but there's also a lot more on that service as well so it's spread a lot thinner Mm, it makes it harder for these other guys these other subscription services to keep up I, i mean We've spoken yeah. about it on the cast before. I think the only there is only two companies in the gaming gaming world that can do subscription model, and that is Xbox and PlayStation. The rest of them, yeah, would not have not, would not have enough money to keep themselves afloat have, just from. They don't that. have the library for it either. Like, look, no. I mean, I don't know Xbox is like a, a lot of like third party stuff as well, but I mean, they've got one hundred and twenty games roughly yeah and they're constantly rotating in and out um I, I mean ea couldn't keep up with that at all oh no no not at all and it's no. not like they get like they get like three or four good games a year a good being very very subjective at this point um but you know they, there's no way they could keep up with that demand of justifying that monthly cost no you're right and it, and yeah the the other thing to that is they also they don't have a console Xbox and Sony have consoles to put these these programs on these game passes on you know to facilitate them selling a product yeah you know EA doesn't have a console Activision doesn't have a console you know all these they're, they're just they're, they're software guys they're not hardware people so yeah it's it's going to be interesting I don't I'm still not 100% certain that subscription service gaming will be still here within five years or if it is i think it will be kind of a bit different to what we see now yeah i don't see us getting i, I definitely think this is dollar. like the first stage yeah this is testing where it's it all gonna out. it's gonna change yeah. yeah so we'll see how we go but it is interesting um and that is just for everyone to remember this is from the gdc so this is from you know the the developers this is from four thousand devs surveyed at gdc so this is not you know random bluey from his youtube channel these um these guys know what they're talking about and whatnot interesting moving on star wars knights of the old republic remake is rumored to be in development at ea so the latest rumor indicates that a new star wars knights of the old republic project is underway at ea and it looks to integrate elements from the first two games in order to bring certain things into the current star wars canon 
As reported by Cinelinks, two sources claim to have knowledge of the rumoured return of this beloved franchise. The first source says it is a remake of the 2003 classic in its development, while the second expands and says it's not so much as a remake, but more of a sequel of sorts. This new project, as previously mentioned, would take elements from the first KOTOR and Knights of the Old Republic 2, the Sith Lords, and retool the two stories to make them fit in the current canon. Bubbies. I haven't played KOTOR yet. I've wanted to. Haven't got around to it. I haven't like found the time to kind of sit down and get out. Enjoy it. Yeah. Get out. Okay. So, <laughs> bye. Bye. Hang up. <laughs> it's been a great cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's 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 something I've I've been wanting to get into. Um, I mean, if they made a remake, that may make me go back and visit the old games first. Um, but that's cool, man. I like that. I don't I don't like this. We're gonna go back and fix the canon thing though. I don't like that. That's no. They're I mean, gonna, I know they they're gonna it, make it gonna bring fit it... into the current canon. They're not gonna go yeah. back and fix the uh, because I don't know if hmm. I don't know if the first way, two were canon. Changing the stories. I don't. I can't remember. Maybe they weren't. No, I, I don't remember. think the first two were. I'm not too sure. I could be completely wrong. Um, either way, I love the. The Kotor. I didn't play number two as much, um, but the first one on the three sixty is three sixty, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 man. I, I loved it, and it's funny. Um, I tweeted out something like maybe two weeks ago or something. I'm like, man, I wish someone would just grab Kotor and remake it into a current age, current gen, just freshen that shit right up and give it back to me. And then I read this today. I was like, damn, radio. I'm in, so I'm up for it. This is it's the body. It's classic Bioware. This stuff, so they know what they're doing. Hopefully, it is. It yeah, is true. So hopefully, if it is, I hope they do a good job because I'd really like to go and play Kotor and like a fresh revitalization of the series would definitely make me get that done a lot quicker and like put it in the forefront of my mind. Whereas like it's like okay, I have I, I I'm pretty sure I have Kotor somewhere. Xbox or something, and so I'll get there eventually. Nah, don't play now. Oh, you can, but it is it. It's difficult to go back to and play now. It is. It it didn't yeah, age. Old. It didn't age super well. Um, yeah, and I think that's what's been holding me back a bit too. Is I know it's not great to play now, and I don't want to go into this game and like have it ruined by just outdated shit. Yeah, no, you don't want that. Hopefully, it's this. This has to happen because they can, this license here. They've got, you know, just they can print money with these games, and especially the the good reception that Fallen Order received. Mm, yeah, they'd definitely. be crazy not to. You know, it, honestly, I don't know. It depends. EA can really royally fuck this up depending on who they give it to to develop. Um, Respawn have shown that they can do a semi-decent Star Wars game, a much better Star Wars game than what we've seen in the past. Yeah, that was more an action adventure, isn't KOTOR close to an RPG? Well, it's very much RPG, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. Hopefully it's Bioware of old. I don't know, man. I just, every time I, I see know, this as a yeah. remake, I see this, like Anthem, Anthem-style graphics and presentation, but with KOTOR theme and story writing theme, yeah. and you know yeah it'd just be wicked 
But it would be. It'd be really cool. Let's move on. Next up, we have Overwatch, Call of Duty, and all other Activision esports are to broadcast exclusively on YouTube. So Activision Blizzard has announced an esports streaming exclusivity deal with YouTube, making it the official partner for live broadcasts of all Activision esports leagues and events. The new multi-year deal will bring esports broadcasts of games like Overwatch, Call of Duty, and Hearthstone exclusively to YouTube. The new deal will be kicked off with the start of the Call of Duty League season, which has officially begun today, the 25th of the 1st. Activision's new partnership with YouTube will give it exclusive streaming rights to some of the biggest esports franchises around the world, Overwatch League and the Call of Duty League. What do you think, man? That came out of nowhere. It did, and this is... I mean, because they were real cozy in with that with Twitch for ages, man, so... No, this is massive, dude. This is such a massive this blow is huge, to Twitch. Yeah. This is, um, it is, man. This is the Mike Tyson right hook to... Maybe not the Mike Tyson right hook, but it's, it's a decent right hook, man, to Twitch. Mm. I mean, Twitch has off. been struggling with its image lately. They've had some issues. Very much um, so, that yeah. have, um, You know made some headlines and I, I can I can see why Activision Blizzard would want to do that and I mean with YouTube and gaming being such a, a quite a large part of YouTube as well um it really pushes their their kind of new live broadcasting service too it's I mean makes a lot of sense like it, it does especially with YouTube um recently especially the last few months recently has been you know it's pretty much all stemmed from the whole ninja uh you know mixer buying ninja or you know contracting ninja to work you know stream exclusively to mixer yeah seeing a lot of that over the last few months happen with big streamers you know um guys like nick mercs and dr lupo and whatnot you know signing over to twitch um then guys like shroud jumping over to youtube and then people like courage crowds on mixer uh mixer and sorry then... that's right courage jd has jumped to youtube there's been a few yeah, other people yeah. um who've gone over yeah, to youtube so this is this is them kind of making some moves man which is good for yeah, this is, everyone this is people really. buying up those kind of big names to kind of get ahead on the live streaming race um mm. it's, it's, a, it's a giant fucking scramble at the moment which is interesting to watch well you gotta you gotta think about it, it was it was you know, for the longest time, it's just been Twitch has had this space, hasn't it? That no one's no one's been out. Yeah. To, no one's been able to get into that. Um, and then Mixer has come along, and has put a pretty good dent into it. Like you know, they've made their waves and bought their people. They've still got their issues and their things they need to work out, and it's just fine. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a new service, and everything's growing and moving. But YouTube has been around for a long time yeah man YouTube long, has long the viewership there they yeah. just need to make it happen exactly and they've got the infrastructure they've got the support they've got Google It's everything is there for YouTube to do big things with live streaming mm, and stuff yeah. like that and we've seen recently like the last month of that them buying out these these big streamers to get over and now they make big moves like this buying out Overwatch pretty much and call it Duty yeah, um, it's they're fucking huge, huge man. They get they, these things get hundreds of thousands of people tuning in to watch them. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's yeah, that's like, I mean, I'm not even arguably, this is this is a way bigger hit than 
any of what Twitch has lost in its current create. It's like courage, oh, ninja, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, this is like this is tenfold on that. This is a Definitely. real like this is a genuine kick to the balls for them. Yeah. Um and it'll be interesting to see how things play out from here, like how Twitch recovers or what Twitch does to kind of get themselves back on their feet and what YouTube does with this momentum as well. Mm. Um It's good times. How good is it? What happens, yeah. It's good. It's, it's good, good for everyone. Competition man. It and is. it's healthy. And Competition it's is awesome. It does. It breeds excellence in everyone. So, it is always good to see. Right. Let's move on to some next gen news. So we have ten. This is again from GDC. We have ten percent of survey devs are working on a PS5 or Series X game. For the past eight years, the Game Developer Conference conducts a survey asking developers and industry members various questions about the state of the industry. Ahead of GDC, the organization released its survey results, including how over 10% of developers are currently working on a next-gen project. According to the survey, 11% of survey respondents said their current game is being developed for the PlayStation 5, while 9% said their project is being currently developed for the Xbox Series X. The majority of responses said their current project is being developed for PC, though, with 56% or mobile at 39%. They're huge numbers, that. Since the survey was conducted... Since it was conducted before Xbox Series X reveal in December, so there is a chance the survey responses don't accurately reflect a next-gen development today, more or less because they weren't allowed to talk about it. Yeah. Um, Your your thoughts on that? That's a pretty quick one there. What do you reckon? Pretty obvious. That's a lot of mobile. That's a lot of mobile, and I'm not... That makes me scared. That is a hell of a lot of mobile. That's like nearly half of it, man. I mean, I know the mobile industry is huge, right? It's massive. It's probably the biggest. The biggest, easily, the biggest for sure. Like you get so many, like, and that's why so many like developers are pushing towards it because it's an easy, easy money for them. It's low development costs, um, and it's easy to kind of cram those shitty microtransactions in there, and you're fucking off to the races. I mean, even Nintendo is putting microtransactions in fucking mobile games these days, you know? Dirty Nothing bastards. is sacred. It's on for fucking young and old in the, in the mobile market. Um, PC being 56%, yeah, makes sense. Um, and given that PlayStation and Series X are both still next-gen, I expect those to be fairly low. And um, they're also they're, they're effectively unannounced, apart from Series X. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's not much people can come out, and even then, they can't even come out and really say that they're working on it. No, they can't. I would imagine. So, yeah, it would make sense. I I would think the only people that are really right into and deep into the PS5 and Xbox Series X are the first-party developers at the moment. I yeah, that'd, third that'd party, be pretty well. Third parties won't come for another year or so. Yeah, they're, well, they're definitely really there, but they're really. also... You know, third party, you'll definitely be looking at more or less cross-gen games because they're going to want to maximize how much. Yeah, they're going to want to kind of sell out to make the most of that transition mm. for at least the next two years. Um, so that's all right. There we go. Cool, cool. Right out. Well, we're going to move on over to our last news topic of the week, and it's something we haven't spoken about in a while. Old Destiny, the Destiny oh. Two Corridors of Time puzzle was almost perfect. So, over the last week, Bungie fans have been trying to solve a new puzzle-based activity in a place called the Corridors of Time. 
The quest has popped up on January 14th, prompting you to explore a new area and to solve the mysteries within. No other directions were given, and it was on a community to solve the mystery of what lies within. The results? Well, a case could be made that the Destiny 2 Corridor's a time puzzle was a waste. Some have said players didn't have the opportunity to contribute enough and that they didn't understand the mechanics. What's more, after a big community effort and heightened expectations of a big surprise payoff, the result turned out to be the Bastion Fusion Rifle, which was already revealed on the roadmap. Oh man. This was, this this was a week to watch, man. Like, I was kind of keeping tabs on this on the side while I was kind of kicking around and doing all my moving and stuff because it was like the big thing going on with Twitch and stuff. I was like, I'll keep an eye on it. And, man, the fucking man hours people put into this. I would like to see if there's any kind of way they could attract it because it, like, people were not sleeping for days in a row, man. Like, this was keeping thousands upon thousands of people up at night, you know? Um, you know, all you big streamers, r slash raid secrets, and they were just, like, they were in deep, man. And it and it was a massive effort, like, the amount of information they had to put through to get... So basically what was happened is everyone got... A, every, everyone that completed a certain section, I think it was a certain section of the, um, part of the time, got, like, a, a symbol at the end. A certain selection of symbols. And what they had to do was put all those together from across the entire community and make them fit so it made a map so they knew where to go to get to the final the final room to get the reward yep but the sheer volume of data was just insane man like you, there's images of the map i've um, seen it and, it is fucking yeah, it's ridiculous huge. it is like it is like the it, it, it was essentially just a literally a puzzle man, it was. My dog's yapping in the background. Oh my dog! My brother's dog's yapping in the background. It was a um. It was a ridiculous amount of information. Um, yeah. If you if you hadn't if you haven't seen it, you're listening and you have no idea what we're on about. Just quick Google search. Google search. Type in the time puzzle and just have a look at the the information that was provided to everyone and the the amount of effort that went in it is as Bobby said fucking ridiculous um but in true bungee fashion the payoff what are yeah, you this is was... um <laughs> this the, may be the, kind of sad for everyone man the bastion man i would be <sighs> i mean apparently the weapon's pretty good and that's whatever but the thing is like this quest or, or there's a, a different quest apparently coming out that's going to be for the same weapon. So people essentially went to all this effort to get the gun like a week early. Matt, see, it's just that's not for me. This is fucking shit. Um, mm. I see. I haven't, I haven't come back to Destiny um, in months now, uh, more or less because they can't get the fucking PvP right. But this is not to me this is not how you bring people back this 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 drip feed plan they have in place just to me is not working i don't see I think, it working i think the worst the worst part about this whole situation is that the, the, this is going to be like one of those you had to be there moments but it's only lasting a week 
so what's happened exactly. is instead of like yes you know, like so and i think that's that's the hardest part people put all this effort in and it's like oh by the way you've got a week to get this done now for everybody else and if you're away fucking tough shit you miss out um so what you, you miss out it, on like, the, it's not the even, entire gun yeah but it's it's on the roadmap isn't it it's it's yeah there's still a quest you can do to get it uh, okay but, but this is you have a certain amount of time to do it and it's not even till the end of the season if it was the end of the season sure cool whatever season exclusive you know you only get this stuff if you pay for the season that that particular season anyway yeah yeah um you get those quests which is fine you know whatever but cutting it off after a week before the season even finishes is a bit silly i think um it leaves a lot of people out because you know this came out of nowhere and if all of a sudden you know you're away for whatever reason or you can't get can't get time to play you miss out just because tough because i mean seven mm. days isn't a lot of time yeah and, you, and you've already paid for the whole season or whatnot and you miss out on the gun yeah exactly so you'd expect it's, it to be there for the entire season not just a week after people it, found out where it was it's just man i honestly when i was following this um pretty closely as well you know watching glad and all these guys work this shit out and put in crazy amount of hours and the whole community did destiny has a really strong community but it's just when this got revealed like when they worked it out and it clicked and this is what they got i i was i honestly i went to bungie's twitter account thinking that they would just be like psych this is not it the real reward is over here it's like but it wasn't yeah do the old bait and switch but it wasn't it was the this was it it's like how did they by the way guys you can get this in the 14th for the hell of it how and i a question i want this took thousands thousands of thousands of people from the community to work out this was not one person being a smart ass this was this was a lot as a collective group this is everyone like helping getting out. together yeah. this, this is this was like um raid secrets was going like, off the reddit everything was just it was like, outbra- was it was like outbreak primal over again exactly it was too and yeah my question is how did bungie as a developer when they came up with this idea of let's do this puzzle how did they you know put a time frame on it how did they know how long it would take the community to work out i don't think they did well, i mean just... they'd have an idea but what how though i mean, how... I mean they, they they know what like they've seen what this community can do with a fucking puzzle i mean look at like um outbreak prime the, the arg that they had um the infection thing um in game with rise of iron hmm I think it was a rise of iron yeah it was. so and and people were pretty quick on the mark to get that shit figured out it only took a couple of days this is probably the longest it's taken any like the community to figure something out and it was just through sheer gathering having to gather the data to do it it's just they, they um, just i mean once they, they figured out where, once they, they, they fi- once they figured out it was a map and they had to get all the data in it only took a couple of days yeah of thousands yeah. of people of thousands of people slamming this shit together but i mean they they know that they've got some really intelligent members like members of the community out there and like people like glad and dado and all those guys and raid secrets who like will jump all over this shit immediately like people were writing programs for this man to figure this shit out 
I tell you what, Bungie need to write themselves a program on how to give a better fucking reward at the end of something like that because <laughs> I was really hoping dude, it was going to be best their Twitter, cost. their Twitter lit up on fire, man. People that were pissed off about this fucking what this was. Yeah, I mean that's know, Twitter, though, man. People get mad on the internet. No, oh, yeah, but also, um, I, but I understand. I understand the fr- I understand the frustration, man. That would have, yeah. If I was involved with that, like putting that much time, I'd be pretty pissed about it too. But it's not um, that. It's it's when you hype people up, you know, and especially Destiny, um, or any MMO game, anything that's a live service that has a very healthy player base. When you, as a developer or whatnot, you implement these type of ideas, these cool things that get everyone invested into it, and everyone's talking, and you know, people are on Reddit and Twitter and fucking Facebook and send carrier pigeons to other people. It's, you know, it gets everyone into it the payoff needs to be at that level the payoff yeah. for this was not the it, it was it's shit and yeah, this is it, it this is giving a weapon this with, is given a fucking with, with weapon to... that people have already seen it's in their roadmap it's like yeah they like, don't it's want getting that. released anyway yeah they don't want that they want um, something cool man give them anything other than what they did just give them galahorn Fine, I'll be happy. Give him Galahorn. Give him, give him galleys. Just, I don't know, man. Bungie just—they've got. I think Bungie have a tough, to a tough battle on their yeah. hands with Destiny Two, and there's a part of me that kind of thinks that if they could, they would delete Destiny Two and just start and over just again because Destiny Two has been a clusterfuck of a game for them. They've. Yeah, highs it's and so many really highs and lows. so many lows. It's yeah. been fucking. It hasn't been consistent for the longest time. Like it's good, bad, 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 great, and then you know back to pretty fucking middling average, and then downhill again. So yeah, exactly. I mean, I hope they can. I hope they can figure it out, man. I mean, I know this second season they've done post Shadowkeep in their new kind of way they're doing things so hopefully they can figure this out man because i mean do you like it do yeah. you do you do you want them to continue doing this or would you have them rather do you know minor updates you know tweak a little few things drop maybe a question i don't want so, this and a stuff big in between dump? large expansions okay but i don't this like is... the big dump it kind of puts the pressure like this spaces things out and i, I get i know i understand what they're doing i get it and it works but they just like they just need to get the balance right. Like, I mean, I didn't come back to this season either. Um, just, I, I looked at it. I played the free stuff and went, eh, look, there's like another six man activity and whatever else. And it was just, it was kind of, it, it didn't, I don't know. It's only 10 bucks for the season, which is okay. But I just, I, I couldn't see myself playing it that much. So I was like, oh, I'm going to pass on this one. And I like that I have that option. And if next season looks really fucking good and people are really talking about it, I go, okay, cool, I'll grab this one, you know, 10 bucks, done, sorted. Um, so I like that option of being able to dip, like, cause I, as, as a Destiny player for the longest time, basically since 2, that's what I do when the new content is there. I pop in and have a look, and if it's worth my time, I'll play it a bit longer. And if not, I just kind of put it down, not get angry on Twitter and leave it alone. Hmm. Yeah, um, so th- this works for me I, as long as they're occasionally doing like large expansions even if it's like every six or eight months or whatever you know do something Shadowkeep-esque something larger to kind of like with your raids and all that kind of stuff because eventually you're going to have to do your raid because I mean it's a very large part of Destiny it's 
yeah and it'd be probably one of the main draw cards for it for its online yeah and, anyway and that's and that's why i was okay with season of the undying because it had the raid there and i played that um but yeah the other seasons not having the raid is much of a draw for me personally um i'm just hoping they can because i mean most for the most part the last few six-man activities have been very menagerie menagerie-esque like they've is that is that is that edible it is edible (laughs) at least twice it's been a day but the 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 the, the six-man activities have been very samey yeah, just yeah. With different themes um, and a few different layouts and like little different layouts, obviously. But yeah, it's like very, very similar. It's like they they've settled on a mechanic, um, you know, escalation protocol, and they've just gone and copy pasted that each time. Yeah, with with variations, you know. With, now yeah, something like a touch different. Per encounter has like more detailed um, mechanics and stuff like that. So I mean, it's good. But I I I don't think next season I want to see something totally different from them, you know. Just as a, you know, tinfoil hat moment here. When do you think we see Destiny three? Next year. You reckon next Remember. year? We'll hear an announcement about it then. Yeah, that close. Well, I mean, look at look at the look at. I mean, I know they're doing things different, but look at the release schedule. It's usually a few years between new games, right? Mm, yeah, Destiny Two is in its second year now. Is it? Oh uh, yeah, it's the third year now. This, oh, third year now. Even then, so I mean, if they if they announce next year, that's four years between the two. Mm, yeah, I'm pretty. Hang on. Yeah, it is. It's 2020. Didn't it come out 2018? So November, whenever it came out, 20 this year would be its third third year. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, you announce you announce in their fourth year. Oh, this is coming, and that may be the year after. But so does that if mean if they were going to announce? I reckon that that'd be when it was. So do you think we'll see another big expansion, or they'll just cruise control with these season? I think we might see a big expansion. Yeah, you reckon you'll see another one because I suppose maybe we could. Maybe, maybe just to maybe just to like draw people back in, like eight months a year before get like a big expansion with the raid like big chunky meter content to get people through and then E3 I mean they could just life support it too but that's a year of this and so far it hasn't proven great mm, see I don't know I'm so just... I, think, I think they're going to have another expansion between now and a new release if they do a new game I am more for these guys just going back to you know dropping big hits every six months to give us a new expansion um and just go from there you know i don't i want to get rid of these seasons get rid of all this crap that they're doing at the moment because i just don't think it works not that they can't do anything um in between they sure as hell can update it and stuff like that or well, maybe um, there's a middle ground but or there's got to be something man because there's too many there's mm. to me there's too many games out too many games coming out for for this to be a live service type type deal. I don't know. Man. This could be totally fine for a lot of people, but for me, it's just definitely not. Um, but the yeah. also on I'm the flip saying, side, okay on the flip side, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything with Destiny. So yeah, I don't have that um, 
you know, that FOMO kicking in. Well, I know the second there was a on. large expansion and a raid, you'd be back in. The oh, oh, 1,000%, man. I'd be buying yeah, it straight definitely. away and all in. Um, I don't know, mate. If they, if they fix their fucking Crucible, I'd be more, maybe more in there. I, don't, I just don't know. Yeah. Who knows? It's very hard to say in this game at the moment. I, um, I love Destiny. I think it's got some of the best shooting mechanics in a game to date. It's that good to play. It's just they just kind of can't get it right yeah it's always kind of too far one way or the other yeah content wise as soon as the running theme yeah well i think we've um we've chitty chatted enough about destiny and that's going to be it for today anyway um you got anything else you want to add man no no not really no <laughs> <laughs> nothing interesting i like i said i've been terrible like, I've, I've had a lot and real life stuff going on lately so video games and streaming have kind of taken a back seat for the next couple of weeks while I get my life sorted which is fun it's all good um, we will get through yeah. it but um, everyone needs to know that we will be here every every Monday the the cast will be going up it'll um, definitely be going on and going ahead for sure while we get through all this mm-hmm. hobbies where can people find you and your classy photos of your new setup <laughs> Um, you can find me sweating in a puddle. Uh, <laughs> um, there you can find me on Twitch. Oh, not Twitch. Wrong one. I'm not even there. <gasps> um, you can find me on Mixer and Twitter at um, deft underscore poppies. Um, I'm around there usually somewhere lurking. Sounds good. Great. I like it. I do. I do, see, you? I do see you over there. You can find me over on YouTube at Grey as a Gamer. And t- I was about to say Twitch as well. Why have we got Twitch on our head? Oh, it's because we spoke about it extensively Probably, tonight yeah. you can find me over on twitter at grey as a gamer and if you want to follow the podcast you can go to twitter at left pod you can also find us generally it's at 9 p.m australian eastern standard time every sunday night over on mixer at twi- uh, mixer.com forward slash deft underscore puppies with a c be sure to go over there to check us out on a sunday night we should be getting back to that routine hopefully within the next few weeks so just stick with us other than that I hope you all have a uh, very lovely week and that we shall talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.